who among us doesn't enjoy a good mystery? And especially when solving it means that I get to bring out my competitive side, even if it's just me against the clock, I just can't wait to uncover all the secrets. So June's Journey is a game that is completely up my alley, and I think you'll love it too. In June's Journey, a hidden object mystery game, you play as June Parker, who's on a quest to solve her sister's murder and uncover her family's many secrets. Each chapter brings you deeper into the story, and it's set in the Roaring Twenties, so beyond uncovering clues, you get to experience the glitz and glamour of the time. June's Journey is definitely not a game I play mindlessly, which I love because I get genuinely invested and a lot of it is a race against time, so there's a little fun added pressure of trying to find the clues as quickly as you can in each scene. There are also tons of ways to customize the island that you're on, learn more about the characters, and then new chapters are added weekly, so you really can't run out of things to explore. So if you think you're up to solve this case, download June's Journey for free today on iOS or Android or play on PC through Facebook games. June needs your help, detective. Does Monday at the office feel like a storm? Not with Microsoft Copilot. That feeling when Copilot gets everyone up to speed instantly? It's sunny again. When Copilot simplifies complex data so your teams can act, that sun's shining on a beach. And when Copilot uncovers hidden insights, you're on that beach with your people and you find buried treasure. That's Microsoft Copilot. Learn more at Microsoft.com slash AI for all. It's it's just fun. like G-spot stimulation at the same time as Clit with like pressure right. there yes. on top of like the abdomen-y like yeah. air. I don't know. It's like a interesting few it's like steps. A whole, it's like a Da Vinci Code yeah. kind of like. Yeah. <laughs> it's like the only math I'm good at. It's like. <laughs> um. I'm diking out, you're diking out. Let's dike out together. See what it's all about. Diking out, diking out, diking out, diking out. Hi, and welcome to Diking Out, a podcast that's perfect to listen to while you're helping your ex move into her new apartment. I'm Carolyn Bergier. <laughs> I'm Sarah York, and I feel personally attacked by this. <laughs> <laughs> and today we're diking out with comedian and writer Melody Kamali about masturbation. Hi. Uh, so friends and family, you've been warned. This is uh, a listener requested topic that we've been awkwardly pitching to our guests, waiting for someone brave enough to bite. And we did it. Thank you, Melody. Hey, you're welcome. I do it. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> Wouldn't it be awkward if you're like, I actually don't masturbate. Yeah. I just, just want to talk for about tips. how. Yeah. I- <laughs> Oh, man. A um, couple quick announcements. Our next Stonewall show is August 26th, and Melody's going to be on it. Uh, we're also going to have Wanjiko Eke, Chui Mei, and some more that we'll be announcing soon. We're recording this episode a couple weeks before it's released, so um, you can find that information at dykingout.com slash events and get tickets there. Also, you can get extra content on our Patreon uh, and also pins and temporary tattoos and gratitude, never-ending gratitude, (laughs) unlimited gratitude, uh, patreon.com slash out. Also, you can leave us a review only if you like us a lot uh, on Apple Podcasts or whatever place you you can rate us. Yeah, if you have like a one-star one to leave about me specifically, just text me. I know you have my number. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, no, it really happened. It happened. Yeah. Okay. Uh, and we're still not over it. Yeah, shout out no. to whoever's actual account name on iTunes is Sarah is Trash. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. 
I'm ha- doing great out there. Have fun purchasing the new Tegan and Sarah album yeah. under Sarah's trash. <laughs> they won't let you. Um, all right, man. Uh, so we are recording this after our Stonewall show. I mean, not directly after, but a couple mm-hmm. days after. And that was so fun. It was a blast. Every time I'm like, how are we going to be as good as last this? time? Yeah. yeah. I'm not even looking to, to top the time before. I'm like, I just want it to be as good. I'm looking and to top everything. Every so. time is better. Well, yeah. <laughs> Waiting for it. <laughs> I can only top so many things in life. <laughs> But everyone was so great. And we had a drop in by Robbie Hoffman, who Hilarious. was just coming from Just for Laughs. If you haven't listened to her episode, Making Your Move, um, and then also just look her up and consume her comedy because she is so fucking funny. Mm-hmm. That was my first time actually seeing her live. Yeah, I, me I'd too. only watch clips of her online. Yeah. Yeah. Hilarious. It was a great show. Oh my God. It was so fun. Killed me. And, and everybody was. Amazing. So shout out uh, to that. And the audience was great. Thank you so much, everybody. Yeah. Uh, We have so many people who come every month. Sorry to anyone who doesn't live in New York. Oh, and uh, the Diking Out Grandma. I think we can officially just call her the Diking Out Grandma. Yeah, we have a Diking Out Grandma. We have a lovely listener named Sarah who brings her grandmother to our shows. And she is a fucking riot. Yes. She's the coolest lady on earth. I want to be best friends with her. Sat I'm in the front row. Her. She drinks white wine. Yes. yes. She is a little spitfire and she's amazing. And I we think love she's her so much. Equally obsessed with you. I know. I'm she like, kept telling me how much she loves you other. specifically. Yeah. Yeah. She's, I want her to adopt me as her grandchild. Uh, we, we have a picture of her holding like a diking out sign with like scissors, intersecting scissors on it. Uh, yes. That Sarah made, listener Sarah. Yeah. And it, could be great. And then Sarah had to explain the significance of the scissors and grandma was there for it. So <laughs> I, you know, I'm thrilled. I love our listeners. They're really amazing. So truly, much. Truly amazing. You guys, between the messages and showing up to our shows and, yeah. and everything, you are all phenomenal. Oh, have you listened to, I mean, I'm looking at you, Sarah, mm-hmm. uh, Lizzo's new song, Tempo with oh, Missy Elliott. Oh, yeah, yeah, I love that song. I mean, that's not new. Yeah, I'm obsessed by the time with Lizzo. The music video's new. But the I, music oh, video. Yeah, I've just seen the headlines. I okay. haven't even watched it yet. Then was I don't listen to as much Lizzo oh, as yeah, I should. I'm I just listen to mm-hmm. what I hear on yeah. playlists and stuff. And uh, I watched the video as soon as it came out because I was like, "Oh, Missy Elliott." And on the song, I'm pretty sure like Missy Elliott is like gay. Like there's a there's a line in it that's like basically I can show you like how to get girls off. Oh, really? And guys wish. They, using that other was, words that's the that gist I'm not going to say. Yeah. yeah. That All guys right. wish they could do it. Interesting. I mean, I mean that's I've always how I read her as queer. Like, I, yeah. when I was a kid, I just, like, thought... Like, she was one of those artists that I looked at, and I was like, I felt like something... I was like... She's I like think Queen, she's, Queen Latifah gay. Like, yeah, she's yeah. like Queen Latifah, And she just, you know, she wore, like, kind of androgynous clothing and was like... I don't know. I just always got queer vibes from her, although we don't know, you know, that specifically about her. But still... Even though um, she's on the track like kitty cat, kitty cat, yeah. kitty kitty cat. <laughs> yeah, I know. That's yeah, gay. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I just was speaking to Lizzo. The best 17 minutes of my entire week was watching her NPR Tiny Desk concert. Mm-hmm. Oh, I saw people so, posting that. So good. Highly, highly recommend. All right. I'm obsessed with her. I went to her concert and it's literally. She like twerks while playing the flute and then yeah. gives like a full motivational speech between each song. Like it's unbelievable. <laughs> I've only seen footage. Yeah, it looks like 
Oh, it's so much fun. It is. Yeah, I'll check that out. Yeah. Oh, I was thinking of Missy Elliott the other day because uh, Sarah and I are going to Los Angeles and we're going to the Magic Magic Castle. Castle. And there's a very strict dress code. And one of the things says an um, you have to wear a st- structured jacket. If you're if yeah. you're a woman wearing a pantsuit, it has to be with a structured jacket. And then I was like, well, what's an unstructured jacket? And then I just thought of Missy Elliott in the oh, I in Can't the, Stand the Rain. Yeah, in the, <laughs> like, I guess in that's, the big like nylon blow-up outfit. Yeah, yeah. Just, <laughs> that's my plan. Yeah. I don't know what a structured jacket is. Is it like, does it have a corset built in? Like, I don't get it. I think it just means like it has seams or something. I don't know. Like, it I, can't I think they be just shoulder don't pads? Want, I don't, maybe. <laughs> I think they just don't I'm wearing want, a full suit. That's all I know. Like one of those loose mom cardigans, oh, you know, yeah, yeah, where yeah. there's like no button. I'm a fan and of those no as define. well. Yeah. Yeah, it has to be like... Like a jacket jacket with buttons. Yeah. yeah, we're going to the Magic Castle, which is like this old mansion that has been turned into like there's like several bars and like a restaurant in it. And there's he- these big magic shows. It's going to be fucking crazy. I can't wait. I'm excited. I'm, I'm so pumped. Uh, our friend that we're going with keeps insisting that she's not into magic as like a disclaimer. I'm like, it's OK. You can admit that yeah. you like magic. <laughs> She needs to come out of the closet as a magic, a magic I, fan. I'm waiting by the end of the night. She's just gonna be like, "All right, yeah." I've been. I like magic. Oh, sure, I, like I love watching magic. Things happen in front of you that you're like, "What the fuck was that? How do they do that?" It's just that magicians themselves give me like polyamorous men vibes. I think that's it. Yeah, <laughs> you know, like they're the couple yeah. like white guys who have a lot of swords in their apartment. Like those, that's magicians themselves are the that weird ones. That is the exact to me. vibe. That yeah, I'm trying to like figure. they all have. <laughs> They're like they have ponytails. I don't Always. trust men with ponytails. Ponytails. Yeah. Goatees. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They just look like a lot they of white know men with the goatees. age of consent in every state, and I just don't. <laughs> I don't like it. Oh man. And, and also the lack of women magicians. There are like no. I mean, so that makes I'm me sure think that it's will bring super... our attention to some. If they know of any, send Please us. Please do. Women yeah. magicians, because I do think magic is entertaining. Yeah. It's just the people delivering this form of entertainment creep me out a little bit. Yeah, I'd watch a woman magician cutting a man in half. <laughs> yes. Exactly. Right? I think I that would really widen yeah, the net yeah. of who's watching magic if you Absolutely. have women cutting men oh, in half. There's yes. a whole market out there for this. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I, I'm sure, maybe we just don't watch enough America's Got Talent. I guess not. That's the only magic yeah. I see. Uh, yeah. Our uh, past guest, Olivia Levine, was talking about golden buzzer moments that didn't make it onto the podcast, but then as I was editing and I heard the mention of it, I started watching these golden buzzer. Oh, the golden buzzer from Got Talent, yeah. On America's Got Talent, and I'm like, I don't care about these people. I'm like, like they're obviously it's over the top, and they're really trying to make it seem like very emotional, and mm-hmm. all the judges are so corny and fake. Yet every time they hit that golden buzzer, I'm crying. I'm oh like, how did they, <laughs> they do get it? You. How? I don't. Wa- I can't watch these talent shows for that reason. Yeah, I feel like I'm not invested I've never at all. Even but then, it. yeah, that, <laughs> what's the golden buzzer? A hundred percent fine. It's like a magic ticket to the next round or okay. something. It's not important. I don't know. <laughs> Just more women magicians, please. We need more women. Yeah, we need more rep- representation. We need like a solid Butch Dyke magician. I think she would have a lot of fans. Maybe we'll find yeah. one at Magic Castle Maybe and then invite her on the podcast. Yeah, exactly. Be like, what are you doing tomorrow? <laughs> um, no, yeah. I mean, magic. Uh, I used to work with a guy who was a magician in high school and mm-hmm. he was a, a gay guy. I still is. Uh, <laughs> and, um, and it was so cool. Mm-hmm. I was obsessed with it. Just sleight of hand stuff. I how love he sleight of manip- hand. Yeah. I'm obsessed with sleight of hand. Do something with your hands quickly. Make something disappear. I'm in. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. 
the fact that no matter he could do it 10 different ways, but always manipulate which card I picked out. Yeah. Of a deck. Like he I know, could, he it's could crazy. throw all the cards in the air and say catch one and I would catch it. I like to I like it was to be entertained by something that I have I have no fucking idea how it works. Yeah. Cuz we generally know how everything works, you know yeah. what I mean? Like if you're a musician, I I know what you're doing, like you're playing the guitar. It's awesome, but I know what you're doing. With a magician, it's like a fucking it's cra- it's magic. It's like dazzling. I love to be dazzled. I would I'm be, never dazzled. I would be scared of sex with a magician. Oh god, I think everyone would be. Do you think they bring it into the bedroom? Absolutely they do. Yeah. And you know they do. Oh yeah, for sure. Absolutely. <laughs> and that ponytail is still slick back. For sure. There's like a, a dead dove coming out of your yeah. vagina. <laughs> How did this get here? Magic. I would get sick of the sleight of hand shit after a while. Yeah. I'd be like, can you just, can you just make breakfast? Like, yeah. why are you turning this into a whole thing? I was on my um, college's campus activity board where we would go to NACA, the National Association of Campus Activities, I think that's what it is. Yeah. Um, and just go around to booths, like entertain, like magicians, comedians, mm-hmm. craft people that like, anyone on the campus activity board could, um, use their budget to book and bring on campus. So I, all the magicians were so cool. They'd have these awesome showcases, but then you just see them like drunk at the bar later. Like, cause we'd <laughs> all be at this like hotel convention center. Yeah. So, I don't know. So that always depressed me. Yeah. yeah. I just think of magicians now after the show. Right. <laughs> right. Since then. I don't need the curtain peeled back into no. their, into their actual lives. <laughs> yeah. Please. <laughs> What's going on culturally right now? First gay country song, first lesbian country song what? is surfacing today. Really? On iHeartMedia. I was just Who's reading. Who's it by? So Jason Isabel or something like that is a guy. He, this, I know the Newport Jason Folk, is, yeah. You do? Okay. Yeah. Um, Newport Folk Fest was yeah, recent. Yeah, um, And there's a clip of him on stage introing a new song. A bunch of country stars are on stage and he's just sort of like, so this next song I started writing, it was going to be about a hetero kind of romance, but you know, me, he was writing it with a female country star. They decided it should be a lesbian song. And then he kind of was like, well, then you take the reins. Let's bring it to a lesbian singer. They approached Brandy Carlisle. Yes. And, um, who was, Hanging out with Dolly Parton the other day. She was, yeah. She got on stage with Dolly Parton. Yeah, that same I, show. Can you imagine? Oh, that was the same show. Yeah, yeah the, she the Newport about. Folk Fest. Yeah, I really want to go to so it. So they performed that first gay country song about lesbians. And it's oh basically my. like, this girl's a lesbian. She'll never... It's like, the story is that... Um, a girl's watching a guy kind of hit on her girl, and yeah. then it's like, um, she'll never go for you. She'll never, she, she might leave me, but never for someone like you. Oh, like, you're I love a guy. That. She likes perfume, not cologne. She like this, that. Like, it's. Oh, that's cute. A lesbian country song. I love Brandy My girlfriend's Carlisle. from the South, so yeah. it's like, this is a big deal. In it the is house. a big deal. We have a lot of listeners who got so excited the one time we sort of mentioned country music yeah. uh, on the podcast and people sending. Songs we need to check out. I don't really listen to country music, but I do like Brandy Carlisle. Brandy Carlisle rocks. Uh, she's almost a little more folky Folk, too. Yeah. Like she's. Yeah. Um, I saw that clip of her on stage with Dolly Parton, and I was like, I can't imagine the level of gay ascension I would achieve in my soul to see <laughs> Dolly Parton and Brandy Carlisle on stage together. I would literally start bawling and just. I would be raptured in that moment. Like yeah. I cannot imagine. I'm yeah. obsessed with both of those artists Me so too. much. 
Ugh, I love it. That's great. I want to go to Newport Folk Fest. I feel like it's Burning Man for lesbians. Yeah, I know, right? I've never been, <laughs> but that's I really want to go. And I reasoning. look up tickets every year, and they're fucking crazy sold out. Yeah, so expensive. Oh man, like, it's it's like a, it's kind of one of those big events that draws like you know a huge crowd every year. Wow. Um, yeah, I would totally. I really want to go to that. That's I've like a that's never like heard a, of it. That's how out of the loop I oh am. Oh my god, it's awesome. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, or out of the corral. I don't yeah. know what's the <laughs> country term. Yeah. Also, Orange is the New Black, their final season dropped, and yeah. there's been a lot of promotion and weird stories around that. I still haven't finished watching the previous season because it's just like how... I watched season one and then forgot about it. You know, it was good for a couple seasons, but then it it, it just got so dark and depressing, and then the beginning of the... I guess season six was it the last one. It was just like guards beating yeah. women of color. Yeah, yeah. Just like real hard and very depressing and watching women mm. get tortured. Uh, and that was the end of the season before. Do you watch Orange I stopped Black? at three or okay. four. I'm yeah. a bad lesbian. <laughs> I, don't, I literally don't know a single yeah. person who's watched the entire thing. Yeah. Like, yeah. I don't know who's still watching it. The show needs to be put out to pasture My once mom and for does. all. That's my it. mom loves yeah. it. Yeah. My mom mm-hmm. watches it. She's like, you haven't watched it all? I'm. My mom likes violence, though. But usually mm-hmm. she likes violence against men. Well, don't we all? Yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> listening to my mom talk about how much she loves watching movies that are violent against men is amazing. That's great. I yeah. feel like that's a form of therapy. <laughs> yeah. Like, it, it doesn't come out of me being a lesbian. It comes out of me being Dottie's daughter right that I just really enjoy that uh yeah I don't I don't know I'm kind of glad that show is is you know going is concluding I think every show's two seasons too long yeah. every show yeah. there's not a single show that's I think ever been on that deserved all the seasons it got the L word just kidding yeah yeah that I heard they're not even gonna the rumors that they're not even going to go off of what happened in the last few episodes of the L word when they pick up for oh, the yeah. new. I think they're just making shit up. I think, like, yeah, so that didn't happen. <laughs> they're ignoring, they're not talking about Jenny's murder anymore. I think anymore. Jenny's alive in Re- the new one. Really? I'm pretty sure she is. Isn't she's she? not signed no, no, on no. to do it yet. Is I she? think they just like don't really mention her. I oh, think they're that just going like, like she never existed. I think there might be like an Easter egg, but I think they've like fully moved on from Jenny and then Tina. Jenny was an acid trip of a person. So if they just act like she doesn't exist at all, that's fine. I think that's I liked perfectly... Jenny when I watched it. The first, um, yeah. I'm one she of these loves like Je- Jenny's her favorite character. Really? I was on second watch. Oh yeah. yeah. Cause I was also, I don't get it. Like I'm a writer and I'm like Jenny and I'm a, I guess I'm a sociopath. And then I was yeah. like, am I taking yeah. on Jenny? I'm like, am I trying to be like her? <laughs> She's, so, yeah, she seems crazy at first, but then you're thinking, again, who is this character supposed to be? Mm-hmm. Uh, a narcissistic writer who just moved to L.A.? Yeah, this all adds up. Yeah. It doesn't seem it so far It makes sense, but it doesn't mean that she's not the most annoying one ever on the show to watch, you know? Like, oh, God, I don't know. Her trajectory is more realistic than Tina's, yes. like, yeah, executive yeah. jump. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, her jump from High like power. spin class to, to <laughs> yeah. being the fucking what Harvey Weinstein yeah. of. <laughs> yeah, and how do they not? How are they going to pretend that didn't happen? Like that they're not under investigation? And, yeah, that uh, that whole last that, and they were so committed to that in the last season, where every episode began with like, here's 
like another reason that somebody hates Jenny. It was like everybody as a suspect was how they opened each yeah. episode. Oh, okay. okay. So it was really revolt, and then keep they kept like flashing back to the scene of them moving the body bag out of Bet and Tina's place because it oh was like she drowned God. in the pool. Um, it's ridiculous. So they're pretending that 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 never happened. <laughs> Tina's not in it. She's like a deadbeat. Mom, mom yeah. yeah. Tina's not going to be in. She's not no, in the new show. show. She's is, a, a a deadbeat mom. The daughter's all uh, Angelica. Was that her name? I don't know. Oh, I heard she's going to be. She's in grown it. up. She's yeah. in she's it. Grown up, and she yeah. hates Tina. Okay. <laughs> well, yeah. No, I can't wait to, move to New York. It. It's going to be great. Yeah, spoilers, but yeah, you know, just, just the the lay of the land. Uh, <laughs> I know, uh, and that's another thing. Like all that, fo- I just don't understand why this show is being made again. Like either it seems like when they did that season of Glee, yes, I watched Glee, uh, <laughs> where they went off to college. So then they had a whole new crop of people in the high school, but then also half the episode was focused on like a select few people at college that you liked from the previous show. So that's what they're doing. It's like. People They're only care about Alan. Yeah. yeah. The gleetment. Yeah, no, nobody <laughs> cares about If you have all these new characters, make a new show. Right. Well, but, there's like, people no are such tuning thing into as a the new L- show nowadays, though. I know. Like, network executives are like, oh, you have a new idea? Fuck that. What's an yeah. old thing we can just bring back? And you want to bring in the viewers. Like, you want to yeah. give them that. Let's like- just sift through the fucking tr- clearance rack of <laughs> shitty shows that used to be on TV and put them out with a little bit more production value. And that's it. Yeah, um, I'm That's waiting for formula. season two of the bisexual. <laughs> I think that will. Was that a show? Yeah. Yes, the bisexual I didn't watch it. on She's with it. the bisexual on Hulu. On Hulu. Okay. Yes. Okay. Yes. <laughs> I always forget about Hulu. Strong yeah. recommendation for that show. When did that come out? Um, did I completely like, miss that? Like maybe a year ago, nine months ago. By erasure, am I right? <laughs> <laughs> it's um, Desiree Akavan. Oh wait a minute. I do know that, and I watch that because I watch everything <laughs> she does. I didn't realize it was called that. Yeah. Um, because, like me, she is a queer Persian girl. Yeah. And so I'm like, I, I have to watch everything she does. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Yeah. And I've watched her short films. And yes. I think I stopped watching that because I got very jealous. I'm just like, she's doing what I want to do. And like, yeah. Yeah. My story. It's hard for me to be fans <laughs> of people whose careers I want a lot. Yeah. Yeah. I just can't. Like Who Dolly Parton. Like the yeah, like Dolly Parton. Background too. I'm just like, oh, that was my thing. Yeah. <laughs> I know. And then Hollywood only lets one of us have that story. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I know. If Desiree Akvan starts dating a Southern girl, I'm fucked. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's time for a topic. Masturbation. Um, can't wait to Love really that. dive into this. Yeah. You know, it should be something that uh, we have no problem talking about, but I grew up Catholic, so of course oh. there was always a lot of shame. Mm-hmm. And it's not just Catholicism. I feel like women are, like society tells us that we shouldn't be sexual, and it's always a given that guys are jerking off and ruining blankets around their houses yeah. and uh, using all the tissues. And mm-hmm. But women, we weren't supposed to talk about it. Or do it. No one talks about it ever when you're a teenager. Yeah. I remember one girl in my high school was talking about masturbating and was like, yeah, I masturbate. What? Guys do it. Girls do it too. We're just not allowed to talk about it. And I was like, shh. 
Yeah, yeah. Those are the scary girls. <laughs> I was I know. that girl. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I remember. Amazing. We needed more, school, more yeah. like that. Um, I think also because I just had a crush on a number of friends. I was like, let's talk about it. Yeah. <laughs> let's talk about your vaginas. Um, I just remember we all got our licenses and we were like, where should we go? Like, we're gonna, we can drive to the beach. We can go here. And I, one of the first trips I coordinated in my car was to go to VIP, this adult toy store. And was like, let's all get our first vibrators. Yeah. <laughs> and really made everyone just confront it and do it. But still, everyone felt uncomfortable. And I remember checking in like, so how was it? And like, it's still in the packaging. <laughs> like, yeah. no one really wanted to discuss it still. Yeah. I used to buy vibrators for friends as a joke, like a gag gift. Yeah. But not kind of like a gag gift, just knowing that. And at the time, I actually didn't have my own vibrator, but I thought, you know, this is something these friends of mine will never buy for themselves. Right. And there's too much shame and whatever around it. And they might laugh it off and act all embarrassed when, when I give it to them, we can all laugh and it'd be funny because, you know, those birthday parties, your parents are in the home and they're like, what did Carolyn get you? And then just watching their face and stuff. My absolute nightmare to buy like a vibrator for a friend. Oh, I would have been so, I took so much joy in making my friends uncomfortable and watching them squirm like that. So I thought it was so funny. So I would buy friends, uh, vibrators. I don't know if they ever use them because it was of course like a joke. Right, it couldn't yeah, be serious, always, or else that would have been super yeah. creepy. Of it me. reminds me of like uh, I used, I've been to a lot of bachelorette parties because I was in a sorority in college and we had all straight friends. Excuse in co- me, I know. Can you imagine? <laughs> no, um, I didn't, literally no one can imagine. And, like they all got married and they were like fucking three years old. So I went to all these weddings and when I was in college, and the thing about straight bachelorette parties is they always want you to give lingerie as a gift, mm-hmm. which I felt fucking deeply uncomfortable in like bone deep discomfort in getting lingerie for my friend. I don't know. I was just like, cause I've just lived yeah. my entire life. I was just in this constant death grip of fear of people knowing I was a lesbian and thing. And, but then even further thinking that I like wanted to fuck them, which I really didn't. But anyway, that set me into like a fear spiral of having to buy lingerie for a friend. So I would always just do like the most, I would do like the polar opposite thing. Like one year I went to a bachelorette party. Everyone got her like sexy lingerie and I got her a Snuggie. <laughs> yes. when Snuggies were at the height of their cultural moment. Oh, yes. So it was like Please. a really topical, funny thing. And I got her a leopard print Snuggie. And a Snuggie is the best gift because you would never buy it for yourself. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. So Still it was a good gift. It yeah. was like a Snuggie is how I felt about vibrators. Yeah. So, here's your Snuggie. Uh, and imagine all the masturbating you can do under that. Oh, you could do so much under it. You could do, and no one would know. You could do. You could have a Super Bowl party and just get yeah. off under your Snuggie if you want. I don't fucking know. Do whatever you want. It's your Snuggie. But yeah, uh, yeah. eating Totinos and masturbating. Just, which I mean. That's fine. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm not, I'm, yeah. That's a great how, idea. Uh, how old were you when you started masturbating? Um, I first started masturbating. Um, so I don't even know if it was technically masturbating. What I would do is cross my legs very tight. Yep. Um, <laughs> and it was like something in like the, 
my jeans. Yeah, like yeah, the zipper yeah. fly. Like I, that would be down. Like there's some hard some denim. Yeah, yes, exactly. down there that I was like squeezing into my vagina. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I would do that when I, my grandma would watch me a lot during the day, and especially in the summers, and we'd watch like The Young and the Restless. Like those mm-hmm. intros to the soap operas were very sexy. They yeah. were and a lot of soft lighting. Yeah, that's when I suddenly went from like cross-legged to um, or just Indian style crossing my legs. Um, and then. So that was, I was probably like eight years old. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I know I got caught masturbating for the first time when I was around that age. Yeah. Uh, eight or maybe nine, ten. Um, my mom, um, I wasn't allowed to watch rated R movies and we just got digital cable. There was like a point in the night every night my parents would watch their movie and then we'd go to sleep. But my bedroom was like a straight shot down the hallway where I could see the TV, right? Uh-huh. They're watching True Lies. Uh, yes. Okay. That's <laughs> okay. Jamie Lee Curtis. Jamie Lee strip Curtis tease. doing the striptease Absolutely. For I know this scene Arnold very Schwarzenegger. Well. And I remember yeah. being like, why can't I watch this movie with Arnold Schwarzenegger? Like the guy from Jingle All the Way? Yeah. Come on. Like I was just sticking. The guy from Jingle. All the way. Sticking my head out the window <laughs> watching it. And then Future that's governor. when I moved from yeah. like crossing legs to like put my, that was like the right. first like digital my hand. stimulation. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So she's doing her strip tease and Which I went for it and I fell asleep with my hand in my crotch <laughs> with my head out the window. So I woke up the next morning to my mom calling me to come out for breakfast, no pun intended. Right, like, right. <laughs> um, and I woke up like, sh- I know I fell asleep on the floor with my head. Up. My mom must have woken me up, found me like that, put me in my bed and tucked me in. That's unconditional yeah. love. Uh, and then did confront me about it because my mom knows no boundaries. Uh, my mom, my parents would ask me if I was gay periodically. Right, <laughs> yeah. they were just Only checking in. pushing me deeper into the closet. Um, <laughs> like like accusatory. Um, but yeah, they, my mom came into my room later that day and was like, is there anything you want to talk about? And I was like, yeah, I've got an itch uh, down there. I've got a really bad itch and I, I can't believe I haven't brought it up yet because it has been killing me uh, like I remember she my mom's stubborn too like we both weren't gonna talk about it yeah so she's like well maybe we should go to a doctor and talk about it. I was like I think that's the <laughs> that's absolutely what we should do <laughs> um, just, like, kept going with the yeah, lie and we went to a doctor yes. um really so here I was in with my mom um, and my pediatrician. I'm um, making up symptoms. I'm like itchy, and she's like, "Is there like, is this happening?" I was like, "Yes," you know. (laughs) So basically, long story short, um, I we ended the trip with my mom being lectured on keeping me in my speedo after swimming at the pool Um, because this is like a summer and she's like, "Your daughter has bacterial (laughs) vaginosis." Is that what it's called? BV, probably. So, um, and I just stayed silent the whole time. I later found out that I had a physical anyways, and my mom, like, made me think that we were going to talk about Oh, I love that. Me, like, with my hand in my crotch and oh the problem I'd I like made the, up. I like the back and forth of it, though. She was like, oh, I'm going to pull one over on her. And then, she, and then I won. She, and then you ended up winning. Yeah. Yeah. And like then she's you, getting lectured. Yeah. And yeah. the doctor's, like, lecturing her on being a bad mom. And she's yeah. like, wow, this really, We've never this really flipped about it. a 180. 
uh, my mom is a kindergarten teacher too. And I remember as I've gotten older, she'll be like, oh, we, it's been really awkward at work. We've caught a lot of the kids uh, masturbating in their cots during nap time. And then mm-hmm. there's like a pause. And I like I think she's like trying to open up. The like, dialogue. I think we both want to talk about that time she caught me and we never will. Yeah. <laughs> like the speaking of child moment. masturbation, it's not going to happen. Um, but yeah, I also... Um, then I started realizing, like, I didn't even realize I was gay. I was just like, yeah, you masturbate to women. That's what everyone does. Mm-hmm. Right. Women and men masturbate to women, and I'm not gay. Yeah. I just masturbate. Like, right. So I used to go to the public library um, a lot. Um, my parents um, didn't pay for babysitters. They're poor immigrants. They mm-hmm. just dropped me off um, at the public library on the weekends from, like, 9 a.m. to 9 p.m. <laughs> like, yeah. that's where I spent that's all day, every day. Idea. I grew up in the Fuck library. Yeah. What a safe yeah. place. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> um, so I was just always in the library. Um, I remember walking past the um, romance section um, where I would see, you oh. know, it's just like these like boobs spilling out of bodices and yeah. petticoats. And there were just, a lot of bodices. Yeah. Um, and obviously like Fabio holding yeah, them, but yeah. I was just like boobs. And I used to like take those books and masturbate at the public library, but doing my like cross-legged style. Right. Um, so it was just, yeah, maybe around 10 years old. Long answer to that. But yeah. around that Amazing age. answer. That was yeah. great. <laughs> Okay, who's ready for a true story? When I entered my MFA program this fall, I knew I was going to have so little time for cooking. So I wanted a solution that would let me have tasty, healthy meals in a flash so that after class, I could still have time and energy to be gay. So I signed up for Factor, which ships you ready-to-eat meals that are chef-created and dietitian approved They're fresh, never frozen, so all you have to do is stick them in the microwave for two minutes, and then they're nice and done. Um, The weekly menu has over 35 options. The salmon entrees are always my personal favorite, but they have um, a lot of things you can choose from, options for different dietary needs like Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and Keto. They also have add-ons for when you don't need an entire meal. Um, I tried some good cookies and some jerky. Uh, No prep, no mess, and And when I looked into it financially, which was one of my main concerns, it was actually less expensive than uh, takeout and honestly really close to the cost of buying ingredients at the grocery store down my block in New York City. Uh, And then I saved a lot of time. So to me, it was definitely worth it. Did I mention that the meals are also really delicious? Like I've yet to try one that I didn't like. So if that sounds good to you, I think you should give it a try too. Head to factormeals.com slash dykingout50 and use code dykingout50 to get 50% off. That's code dykingout50 at factormeals.com slash dykingout50 to get 50% off. Shipping can make or break a sale, so optimize how you ship your orders with ShipStation. They make it easy to automate and manage orders no matter how big your business grows. And they might even be able to help reduce shipping and warehouse costs. So optimize and keep up your momentum for growth with ShipStation. Sign up for your free 60-day trial now at ShipStation.com and use the code P-O-D. That's ShipStation.com with the code P-O-D. I don't know if it's... Again, like my Catholic upbringing, but I don't have any memories like that pre 
puberty. Like I have a lot of friends that were like, oh yes, I used to hump the corner of a coffee table yeah. or like hump this stuffed animal or um, cross my legs. Like mm-hmm. those are very normal things that a lot of people I know have experienced with. I have zero memory of doing anything like that. I remember being like fascinated by sex and like reading my mom's Cosmo and Glamour yeah. magazines, like just for the sex articles, just to be like, what is this thing that they're talking about? And like, all yeah. the tips and tricks, watching soap operas, like, and being, like, really into anything that had to do with sex. I was just, like, fascinated by sex and, like, seeking out that content. Right. But master, it never translated into, like, masturbation until puberty. Yeah, I was about, I think I was about 12, like, sort of prepubescent. Yeah. Because I didn't really, like, I don't think I really got into, like, the swing of puberty until about 13 or so. Yeah. I think the boobs started coming in around like 12 ish and I didn't get my period till I was 15. So oh. like I was sort of a late bloomer in that way, but I was just, I was masturbating constantly when I was like 12, 13, 14, like mm-hmm. every night when I would go to bed, every morning when I wake up. So at some point in the middle of the day, you know, have you guys seen pen 15? Yes. No. Cause they do that. Perfectly. Oh my gosh. Yes. Um, that was so uncomfortable. So, yeah. Um, this watch. girl, do you know, like the gist of the show? It's I, these, yeah. Um, it's like the year 2000. Um, and these girls who are like 30, 31 are playing themselves at that age, like seventh grade seventh or eighth grade. Yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. Um, and I just love it cause it lines up perfectly that year I was in sixth grade. Everything is so perfectly yeah, I think I on was point. In eighth in 2000. Yeah. Yeah. There's an episode where one of them just discovers masturbation and, she just can't stop doing I it. I literally She's couldn't like, stop. Like canceling plans. There yeah. were times I, I would just, it was all the time. Mm-hmm. Like it just never stopped. It's because girl, it, and I wish people would talk about it more because that's exactly what the boys are doing. And that's what it culturally is so accepted about yeah. boys from ages 10 and up. They start to fuck the refrigerator at some point when they're like 10 or 11. Yeah. Like they, they do everything. Like we know that about boys and w- we talk you, about it all the time. Were you having orgasms? Yeah. Oh Yeah. Every time. See, I think that was my problem was that when I first started exploring with masturbation, I wasn't having an orgasm. Oh, okay. I mean, I maybe not every, but like that was the conclusion almost every time. Yeah, I didn't realize the point of it. Orgasms, I don't think. And it got to like when I became an adult, I was like, I can't come because I was, I just, and I realized I was, and I was just like, oh, I was just so used to. I was just, it always happened. It was like a thing that I didn't. It wasn't something I was working towards. It was just, I didn't think about it too much and just yeah. did it as a, right. Like, but like you were coming though yeah. every time. Right. But I Which thought it was supposed to be this for big, being a lesbian. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> See, I, I think had I been having orgasms, I would have done it more. Yeah. But I think for me, it was when I would attempt to masturbate because it was like the internet, you know, you'd be in these chat rooms and stuff and then oh, yeah. you'd be, talking dirty, even though you know nothing about talking dirty oh with strangers who are probably like gross 50-year-old men. Yep. Um, I never you. did any of the uh, chat room stuff. Oh, oh I did. I, yeah. I completely My at the public library. Yeah. Which is crazy <laughs> because we're at our age that we were in prime chat room age yeah. mm-hmm. when that was becoming a thing. Yeah. Yep. But I would never like, I would go into them, like remember like MTV.com had a chat room. And really? And I would like go into that, yeah. And like, there was definitely that kind of th- thing going on, but I was yeah. not involving myself in that. Oh, I, I was. And then guys would be like, oh, like, do you masturbate? And like ask questions like that. And I'd be like, oh, I guess this is this thing I should be doing. And then when I would 
try, um, I'd be like, okay, this feels okay. But then the longer I did it, the more shameful Mm. I felt. And the more that I, I had too much anxiety to enjoy it. Yeah. Yeah. So I just I had really no anxiety didn't do or much. shame. Yeah. So I was just like, well, yeah, that's I could have used some yeah. shame <laughs> yeah. I in the public library. Some. Yeah. Yeah. In <laughs> the a Wicca little bit of that section. I'm not kidding. I, that's also like a big indicator, like yeah. <laughs> some foreshadowing. I, I was specifically, I'd seek out the Wicca text section of the yes. public yes. library. <laughs> That's amazing. <laughs> Witches. The yes. red flags I've were just there. flying, weren't mm-hmm. they? Yeah. Oh, man. I'd go to bookstores and just like go to the witch section and like mm-hmm. scope out the other ladies who are also in that section yeah. and being like, are we yeah. here for the I same reason? I would go reason? to like the gay and lesbian section of all like six books that Ooh, were there. That's brave. <laughs> and look for like anything with illustrations. That's yeah. very brave. Yeah. I did stumble upon my parents had a copy of The Joy of Sex. Oh, and it was in yeah. with all of their books. And it has all these like very 70s um, body hair positive anime mm-hmm. <laughs> or illustrations. And then there's one that's like a threesome. So, yeah, it's all like different tips for Was it for photos sex. of real people? No, was it was it illustrated. Drawings. Oh, that's great. It was illustrated. But there was one that was like threesomes. And that was the page I kept coming yeah. back to. I was like, wait. Two women. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You get How like, you're we, like, oh, wait a minute. I guess he has to be here for this, but I can, okay. <laughs> right. Okay. <laughs> like, you sort of like mentally crop him out. Yeah. yeah. Basically. <laughs> I was like, all these women with armpit hair, and I'm like, why? Yeah, they were hairy in that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I was like, like I thought it was only bush. in, yeah, I thought yeah. that was only in France that, that women had um, armpit hair. Oh, because no. Because when, it was when I'd go to France to see, family yeah they would have armpit hair like the south of france and that seemed like normal there but then in the u.s i never saw that so this book i was like must have been made in france (laughs) (laughs) i know this i know this culture (laughs) right oh man i know and i would keep like taking it out and putting it back and being like i hope Mm -hmm. nobody noticed and like only opening the pages slightly so that i wasn't um ruining the spine oh yeah like no we were very good at not leaving a trace um that was like me in the jc penny lingerie uh catalogs (laughs) yeah (laughs) (laughs) catalogs were also a big thing back then we had a lot of hard copy stuff going on yeah Yeah. the catalogs and the victoria's secret catalog oh, that yeah. would come in the mail. Um, I was never super interested in that because I felt like their beauty standards were unreli- Like Even at that time, I was like, nobody looks like this. They were really wholesome women. I, I remember in the catalogs, not the Victoria's Secret no. one. Yeah, Sorry. Victoria's Secret was like the hardcore yeah. version of like the JCPenney catalog. I was really into like a massive cotton un- bra yeah. lady. The Penny's catalogs yeah. were full of women that looked like the teachers I had crushes yeah. on. Yep. So that worked. Like some Miss Honey that I could, Honeys. That I process mentally. I was like, this is more realistic. This is my speed. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God. So, when, when you were young, like, did you kind of treat masturbation as like a like a thing you just had to do to get on, get on with your day or was it a thing that you like, like to, it felt like a big secret. Like, yeah. um, it felt like my, like it did. I was kind of a little ashamed in hindsight. It felt like shame. Cause I felt like I was always hiding it, but yeah, didn't stop me from doing it constantly. Yeah. Um, but, um, yeah, I was very much like a loner. I was super bullied. It was just like, it was like a escape, I yeah. guess. I yeah. don't know. So I did it a lot because yeah. I was bullied a lot. <laughs> that sucks. Yeah. Yeah. I was having I, fun. I treat, I was, for me, it was very much like, it was kind of like, it's kind of like I do it now. Like 
it's more of just like a business thing now. I'm just like, let's get this out of the way. Yeah. I got to do it because I got to go on with my day. That's how it feels now. Yeah. Um, also, it's like a... I don't know why I felt like that at 14. Like, what important thing did yeah. I have going on? Like, oh, I have such a busy schedule today. I should I just get off real ball. quick so I can get the get rid of that, like, tension or nervousness or whatever. Because yeah. you always feel good after. And it's like, all right, now I can be loose. Like, I have to do it. Um, I just got off my period. Mm-hmm. And I've got debilitating monster cramps. Like, I think I should get tested for endometriosis. Yeah. I don't know. You should. But the only well, thing... what. I was going to say for endometriosis, because I, I have it, the only way to like force your test for it is getting surgery. Oh, yeah. And Unless they can, unless you have like a scary amount of it, then they can detect it in some, Ugh. some imaging. Yeah. But yeah. I've had, like, it just three, seems like a lot. And that's yeah. why I don't. I don't <laughs> do it. anything if it seems like a lot. Yeah. So what I do instead it. is masturbate. Yeah. Yes. Um, and that helps with my cramps. Oh, that's um, good. Yeah. Well, the doctor or, never told me that. I also, um, that's the only thing that'll help is marijuana and, um, masturbation. Sounds and like so blast. it's like, I lock myself <laughs> in my apartment. <laughs> like that was my last few days. Like it's, it's, it's like that episode of pen 15. <laughs> yeah. It's like, yeah. um, just incessant. Um, and cause I, I don't know. It also feels amazing. You have a lot of blood already down in that area. Right. Um, mm-hmm. and that's like that's how I pass my day two of period yeah. all the time. Day two is like, such a fucking nightmare. Yeah. Whatever you can do to get through that. Yeah, lots of masturbation. Do you use toys? I don't. Do you? Yes. Um, I really want to explore that. I do now. I'm waiting for a company to sponsor this podcast, and then I'll tell them Ooh. all about it. I was going to say, I have one, and I'm not going to say the name because they haven't responded to our proposal yet, <laughs> yeah. uh, but it has been a game changer only because I like to be very efficient. And this one, you do. <laughs> uh, honestly, like sometimes in 10 seconds. Oh, I, see, that's what I need. Yeah. yeah. I need a quick, like sometimes in 10 seconds. If it's yeah. like a wow. tra- business transactional it's kind business. of, yep, then it's, that's all it is. Then I have to whip out the toy. Sometimes yeah. if I'm too lazy to like go to my room to get, I have no problem doing it without the toy, but it is yeah. uh longer deal. Yeah. Um, um, yeah, 10 seconds. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like I know the company you're talking about. Yeah. I also did get my girlfriend. We were long distance for a year uh, and a half. And I got her this toy that um, she puts inside of her. It's like kind of like a U shape. So it's like supposed to like stimulate your G spot, but also um, vibrate on your clit. And there's an app connected to it. What? So I could control it from Chicago. Um, and you can also like set it to music. You can import songs from your iTunes. It has to work with I'm iTunes. I'm freaking the fuck out yeah. right now. Um, I won't say the name off, of it in case. Off air. Yeah. Tell me what this oh, is. Yeah. Um, but then my girlfriend was just get like too shy about it. Um, but I was like, I am a thousand miles away. Like to have fun. That yeah. sounds amazing yeah. for a long distance relationship. Or yeah. I mean, I'm. Or I'm like, I mean, I'm newly, I'm newly in a long distance relationship. Oh, really? So I'm like very, very interested in this. Do Again, this. we're not going to mention the fucking brand name unless they want to sponsor us. Yeah. But we would like yes. FaceTime um, and then I'd be like, put it in yeah. <laughs> um, and then get on yeah. like FaceTiming on the laptop. I have the app on my phone and get to like control what's happening. Oh my God, I love this. I feel like I need to get it too because when my wife travels for work or I travel for for comedy, there's like enough time that we're like, that sounds like a very fun thing to do. Yeah, it's great. Oh my God, this is amazing. And for some reason, the song (laughs) that just popped in my head is Digital Get Down by NSYNC. Oh my God. Remember that fucking song? Yep. Digital, digital Digital get get down. down. (laughs) Did a gymnastics routine to that. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) 
in the leg crossing days. Oh, in the leg crossing days. Oh, that's amazing. My legs are crossed right now, guys. I'm not masturbating. Yeah. <laughs> oh I've been God. wondering the past 10 minutes. Oh, that's so good. I. That sounds like so much fun. I would almost want to like send Cecilia into the other room and be like, yeah. hey, no, no you should. Yeah. Like it's like when you get when you're kids and you get walkie talkies, like, yeah, go in the kitchen. Yes. See if it works. There's something <laughs> just exactly what it is. on an adventures about it. We live in a duplex. Like um, I've wanted to be like, go to the basement. Like, yeah, <laughs> that's great. But I don't know. She's weird. Uh, my girlfriend's a lot more um, hesitant or just not as open about masturbation. Um, yeah. And I. I don't like humiliating her, but I love <laughs> humiliating her. Um, I just, I'm like, so what do you search for? Like yeah, um, yeah. when we were long distance, especially if I know you're masturbating a lot, like what is it? I want to know. And she wouldn't tell me, but now we live together and she doesn't really know much about her phone. Like if you open her Safari, there are like 200 tabs. She didn't, she doesn't know that you can close them. Like she doesn't know how to <laughs> operate simple. And she's like, why does my technology why does my phone keep running out of battery? It's she like, doesn't know about hundred things running on it. <laughs> yeah. She doesn't know about incognito mode. No, she doesn't. Uh-oh. And I just told oh her, God. um, Life <laughs> she finally, she's like, fine. Like, let me go through her phone. Cause I know there's f- at least 50 tabs of porn um because she didn't realize you can get rid of any tab in the history of her like owning an iphone oh my god um so i'm going through them and she's like oh there's one i was like no that's a google search and she's like that's it and i hit the tab and the way she looks up porn or stuff to masturbate to is literally google image searching big boobs (laughs) like she's like a 12 year old boy oh i love that so cute you're like just go to Pornhub. yeah i was like you can just start off on a porn site you don't have to I'm like you're also getting just disgusting she go, hits like an AOL keyword honestly <laughs> it looks dated she what she's looking at Jeeves? yeah yeah Jeeves. borderline like big boobs big oh once it was big Jeeves. titties I was like did you think you were gonna get something a little more racy with yeah. titties she actually found uh, so then she's like there was another tab and it was big boobs Persian girl she's like because oh, I missed you that's and she, do you, when you were like, I have another question. I have the, this is, I, when you were long distance, were you sending photos and videos of each other to each other? Of um, like just like like nudes of yourself, yeah. basically. Yeah, like that's standard practice, I think. Um, she's really like goofy. She grew up in like a nude, ha- like they're just like they didn't care and just wa- like she's very oh, okay. comfortable. Like with, nudity yeah. is nudity. not a novelty. And to her. yeah, okay. I very much. I have like a lot of body issues. It took me a while, but since dating her, yeah, I've, I'm fine with it now yeah, but it was yeah. just her sending a lot of nudes and me feeling guilty like I was racking them up and not <laughs> right reciprocating but I don't mind if they're not reciprocated I truly enjoy sending that kind of thing and it's fun yeah you know. uh, there's like an art to it that I'm still trying to I'm figure really out um, yeah. but I'll get there yeah <laughs> I've already established I, I will not send anything like that because I'm I don't trust the internet. Oh, so. I don't trust it. But all of our shit's online anyway. If yeah. someone wants to find me, they're going to. If they want to hack my phone, they're That's going the to. That's the last frontier for me. They have all the other That's information. All, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like one thing, I'm going to keep off the internet, and that's yeah. going to be. I mean, my if body. it's just texting to someone, I guess it's fine. But I'm also fucking terrified of misfiring a photo. So I do the thing where I check to make sure that this is the person yeah. that I'm sending it to. Like, I just can't imagine. Like, that would be, like, the worst thing in the world, What's I think. terrifying now is the uh, social media sites. Like, when you log on to your Facebook app on your phone, they 
I don't know if they still do this, but um, we'll like line up your most recent pictures taken on your home screen. And it's like, you want to just upload this? And like, you could accidentally pocket upload a nude that you had taken an hour ago. Well, see, that's the thing. Like my phone automatically backs up every picture I take onto the cloud. Oh, I don't know. How do I know if mine's doing that? I have no fucking idea. (laughs) You know, I don't know how an iPhone works. Oh, yeah, that's right. You know, I Google (laughs) big boobies. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. I'm sure mine's on a cloud somewhere. And also I've heard, I was reading an article one time about uh, Apple stores and people that work at Apple stores were commenting on it and saying, oh, yeah, this happens at an Apple store when you bring your phone in or your computer in. You should delete yeah anything you don't want other people to share openly with each other because apple employee not all of them obviously but it's like kind of a thing in yeah. the back room where they go onto your camera roll and they they download whatever photos they want yeah to share amongst other employees so like if you have nudes honestly i wouldn't care like i just don't fucking care like it's just my body like whatever there are some not yeah. great people who work at Apple stores, so yes, I know, I but like, I don't find sure. I don't. My face is not in any of them. I don't even so care if they see my pictures. I'm just such a jealous territorial like doik that yeah. I'm like, you don't look <laughs> at my girlfriend's butt. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that would be bad. Yeah, yeah. But I don't know. Even that, like, I think we're so desensitized to our information just being out there that we're yeah. like, yeah, fuck it. You can look at my pictures. I don't give a shit. Yeah. Yeah. I haven't That's downloaded I the face it. app thing, but oh, I'm I not still... doing that. <laughs> That's I... facial recognition shit. No way. I'll, I would rather show you my tits than my face. <laughs> yeah. Honestly, yeah. Because <laughs> at least you can't use that again. I mean, it's just facial recognition is like some weird black mirror shit to me. Yeah. But like, if someone saw a photo of like my hand down my pants, I wouldn't care. Yeah. Did you hear that there was some guy, of course, who made this website where you can upload pictures of women fully clothed and it will make it look like that person is naked through all this AI and make it look realistic. Now it won't be obviously your body, but it'll look realistic enough that somebody who doesn't know that. And the site was so overwhelmed with people almost immediately. And then the guy just closed it down and he was like, yeah, it seemed like maybe it wouldn't be used for good. I'm like, how is it? And you (laughs) can only use for good. And you could only do it with, with women. If oh, you, of course. If you put oh, a God. picture of a man, it wouldn't It wouldn't compute. Because it was only putting boobs. I right. mean, with cis women. So, yeah. like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I see what you mean. I'm kind of curious. I kind of want to upload my own photo and be like, what do you think I look like naked? <laughs> and if right. it's a better picture than what I do look like, maybe I'll keep it. I don't know. <laughs> that but is really fucking terrible. That could be used, like, people could upload pictures of women and then send those to the woman's parents and extort them for money and say, I'm going to publish these pictures of your daughter. Yeah. Yeah. Or something, you know? Yeah. Well, that was a dark turn. Thank you for that. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, (laughs) So that's what I masturbate to. No. Yeah. Right. (laughs) (sighs) They do. Yeah. Never mind. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I was doing a little bit of research, uh, which, for some reason, I thought just Googling lesbian masturbation was going to give me research results. <laughs> uh, right, right. But Academic it did not. materials, I'm sure. It did not. That was a lapse in judgment. But I did see a very interesting survey on Autostraddle that queer women do masturbate more than straight women. Yeah. Oh, that makes sense. Yeah. Is it just because we're better at it or because we're practicing? 
Uh, both. Yeah, yeah, why not both? Yeah. Yeah, we just really need to make sure we're... We just got to keep our skills sharp. Yeah, yeah. We're obviously more comfortable with our sexuality to begin with because we have to be. Yeah. I think by default we are probably a little bit more sexual in general. I think we orgasm more. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. I think we do. I mean, not that I have any point of reference. I've I've never been straight, but uh, (laughs) I think... Yeah, and also like... Women in general are just so discouraged from exploring their own bodies mm-hmm. and especially, and that's obviously ties so much into heteronormativity and patriarchy and everything. So women who are heterosexual, God help them. They, I imagine are not as like, n- not that they aren't as in tune with their own bodies, but they're definitely not ever encouraged to explore that, you know, like it's yeah. not, I don't know. I just think there's something tied in with heteronormativity and women not being allowed to make themselves come. So you know? these stats are overall for women. And this is a survey taken by the National Survey of Health and Behavior in 2009. And I was shocked by the responses. And I don't know if it's because women don't want to admit that they're masturbating, mm-hmm. but women who responded that they haven't masturbated in the past year, and they broke it down by age, but for 30 to 39, 37% of women said they haven't masturbated. Like, that's That's, when you're feeling really sexy in your 30s. Yeah, totally. Your hormones are doing all sorts of stuff. It's amazing. Yeah, 40 to 49, uh, 35% say that they're they're not doing it. I mean, 70 and plus, what, what else are you doing when you're over 70? You have all the time in the world to <laughs> yeah. masturbate and now you're not you doing nothing, it? You got nothing going on. Yeah, you got to. Yeah, I, ugh, that's rough. But, I, mean, I am surprised by the 30 to 39 because that's like our sexual prime peak, time. basically. So I guess sticking with 30 to, to 39, um, that's actually the highest response for women who say they masturbate two to three times a week, 9%. Nine. Wow. But when you get to queer women <laughs> uh, multiple times a week, 44%. So Fuck go yeah. queer women. Yeah. <laughs> right? Just very healthy. That's I great. I, it is healthy. It's something that I do daily, and I think that it's something that we should just talk about as, like, as normal as, like, brushing your teeth. Yeah, I don't know. because it is a bedtime ritual. Like, it <laughs> is, yeah. If totally I can't is. fall asleep, Self-care, I will reach yeah. for the yeah. toy that makes it happen in 10 seconds and I'm snoozing. Right. Yeah. Or if I'm just like, I don't know, if I'm just like kind of amped up or if I'm just, I just need to like release tension. Mm-hmm. It helps a lot. Um, it helps if I have like a headache, if I'm like slightly hungover. Like I, it just like, it helps everything. Yeah. Um, I used to drink heavily um but with the hangovers I, it would really help with that and with my girlfriend too she's not drinking anymore but when she did for some reason i don't know if this is a thing but she'd get very horny when she was hungover have you ever heard of this um because she would not, get like I get mean, horny for pizza about it, but like yeah <laughs> once i get my initial like i need a shitload of water a shitload of gross food and then like a shower and maybe a nap i'm still hungover but i then i get like crazy horny after that yeah it was like a it was a thing yeah (laughs) during her hangovers um but yeah before shows that's where i'm trying to figure out if i should still be doing it before shows because some people are like no you got to keep that uh pent up (laughs) energy energy. bring it into the show but then i know some people who do it to like get rid of some anxiety before a show 
I've never tried that. Yeah. Now Does I want to experiment. Do you do it before shows? Yeah. Does it help? Um, for shows like um, that I've been really nervous about, like at a, I won't do them like if I'm going to a show, like a queer show that I know mm-hmm. I'm going to have like a good time at and relate to. Like it's for some reason been club shows. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, I have to masturbate <laughs> before I go up at Caroline's. Like I got it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, oh, for sure. I don't know why, but yeah, now that I think of it. It is really like clubby or straight rooms. I'll masturbate before a show for. You know, the stakes are a little bit higher. It always feels. And then the audience, I feel, is also there's a bigger chance that there are going to be like hecklers or drunk yeah. people or whatever. Like nothing gets me more anxious about a show than if it's at a club. Yeah. Yeah. Big time. Hmm. What's your stance on doing it in public now? Um, um I, I don't. It's not I really like don't. a it's compulsion. A, it's it's not like yeah, like yeah, like, dirty. I I did do it at a temp job when I first moved here. Yes, <laughs> that I was just left alone in a like windowless room, um, <laughs> like stuffing envelopes, and um, I think there was someone who could have walked in at any. I just I, that's the extent right. of it I can think of. Yeah, um, but. I'm not on the train. <laughs> no, yeah. fuck, masturbating. No. Um, Absolutely not. That's the last. Place that quota is filled. Um, <laughs> I, yeah, I I've don't really never do it. Done it in public. I've I've had sex in yeah. public. Yeah, but I've never. Yeah, me too. Masturbated in public. Sex in public is fun because it's. I like that little bit of element of risk. Like that's fun for me. Mm-hmm. I mean, Same. it's mostly been in like. Like I one one time I did in the cubbyhole bathroom, Whoa. which I'm not proud of because that bathroom is not great. <laughs> wow. It was super fun, but this is a few years ago. Yeah, she's probably listening. <laughs> uh, yeah, super super fun. Um, and then I have in a few bar bathrooms in the last like six months to a year, roughly. But always like single stall, mm-hmm. like no one's gonna come in. Yeah. So. Yeah. I haven't done it in years. I feel like it was easier in Chicago. There were like a lot of alleys. <laughs> There's no alleys here. Right. Yeah. Um, so that yeah, was Yeah, the fun. movies really tricked us. They were like, oh, a scary <laughs> alley in New York. No. I've never seen an alley in New York. They don't No exist. idea what they're talking yeah. about. But that was a thing, alley sex in Chicago. Um, but my girlfriend, since I've been with her for three years, I haven't done it um, in at least three years because she's, it needs to be like at home with yeah. her. Yeah, yeah. In a That's bed. cool. Yeah. Yeah, everything needs to be comfortable yeah. and yeah. good. Yeah. <laughs> Man, I am really realizing how not, I don't know, like how much I don't masturbate compared to Mm. everybody else, especially for a queer woman. I mean, now, yeah, it's, uh, I've never regularly masturbated. Oh, okay. Yeah. I mean, well, I wonder if, like, Like, do you feel like having like a partner that you live with changes that a little bit? Like. Do you feel like, as I, my, I don't live with my girlfriend, so I don't. Also, can we interrupt just, here? And this is the first time that you're, you're on the podcast talking about this long distance relationship oh, yeah. and just dropping it in all casual. No, and yeah. our listeners are probably new thing. freaking out yeah. uh, that Sarah York is in a long distance relationship. We don't have to talk about it, but right. I just want to call it out yeah, because people am, are probably really like, great. did I hear that again? Like rewinding yeah, you sure it. Did. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's pretty so, amazing. Anyway, living awesome. with a partner versus, yeah. versus being like, Either long not distance. living together or being long distance. Like, yeah, um, we started off long distance because um, we really just started dating after I knew she was moving from Chicago to New York within a month. Mm-hmm. And um, uh, like 
lesbians, we were like, after a couple weeks of hooking up, we're like, we can absolutely commit to a long distance relationship (laughs) for a year and a half. Um, So we just kind of went straight to long distance. So obviously we're doing our own thing, um, masturbating and not Mm -hmm. really like talking about too much. And then, yeah, we moved in together and um, I remember like we had had sex but I'm just uh insatiable I don't know like I was masturbating in the bed like like when I thought she was asleep yeah yeah um and she's like are you masturbating (laughs) and I was like yeah so um (laughs) that was uncomfortable but just the more we talk about it the more fine it is I don't know we're still navigating that and I still do wait for her to um not be home um yeah she um, uh, we're kind of lucky that she has a job where a couple nights a week she does an overnight she works one-on-one with adults with autism and there's like a she's part of a rotating staff at okay. this uh, client's apartment and there's like a bedroom for the staff members she's there at least a couple nights a week and that's mm. when I will masturbate yeah <laughs> at home when she's overnight at work um, I know she does it. Mm-hmm. Um, I know she waits for me to leave. Like if I have a show or like something. You're both just waiting for each other to leave. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and I could easily <laughs> just look at her tabs and know yeah. <laughs> on her phone. Um, and I will wait for her to do overnights at work, which she does a couple nights a week. Um, so we're still kind of, after a year and a half of living together, still kind of like dancing around it. Um, yeah. But... You're just like sending each other on grocery runs. Yeah, <laughs> pretty much. Can you go do this thing? Great. Yeah, we're lucky that we have two levels to our apartment, so it feels kind of like like I'm cheating on her with myself. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> when like she'll be like downstairs in our bedroom, and I'll be like up on the couch in the living room. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but that's that's where I get my thrills um, <laughs> these days. That's um, your public library these days. Huh? Yeah, that's that's my little Wicca section. I love it. Uh, in that auto straddle survey, um, it does talk about like, does the type of relationship affect? Um, one interesting thing was that age for queer women doesn't seem to be a factor in masturbation. So mm-hmm. yeah, we're just like getting it all the we're time. We're just doing it. Yeah. It just doesn't stop for us. The fun never ends. And <laughs> long distance relationships uh, for is like a little bit higher Mm-hmm. And more in line with how frequent single people and people in non-monogamous relationships masturbate, and then people who are um, married and living together seem to masturbate the least. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, that kind of makes probably because they're guess. waiting for the other person to leave all yeah. the time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think it's Which fine. I, I think it's healthy. To. Like, I think even if you do live together, like there's there's just nothing. I think too often people associate like masturbating when you do have a partner with being like sexually unfulfilled by that person, but that's not true not at, all. at all. Like that, that yeah. doesn't, it doesn't mean anything as far as your partner goes. Maybe yeah. if one of you has a slightly higher drive than the other, that I think it's completely healthy to like talk yeah. about it and do it. Yeah. Like who fucking cares? And that's me. And that's, that's just, that's great. Yeah. Um, and I think I was worried about offending her. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. But I think she understands that. Now I've literally been like, Hey, I, and we're all tired. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> like sometimes it's like we're too tired to yeah. have sex. Um, I was like, do you want to just watch me? Because I know yeah. you don't, and maybe it'll get you in the mood, and we'll see what happens. I'm just gonna do it. Yeah. I'm gonna do it. <laughs> <laughs> um, trying to get more comfortable with that. Yeah. Um, and that's usually lines up with like my period, yeah, <laughs> like yeah. a, that ravenous like right. week of the month for me. Yeah, I know for it sure. is such a weird like mind fuck of a week every month because I'm like, why am I? 
fucking egregiously horny right yeah. now. Yet I feel physically gross and I don't want right. to be like anyone to touch me. So I just want to poop and masturbate and poop. To- <laughs> and eat fucking t- seamless Chinese food. Yep. Yeah. Oh, it's a really sexy week. <laughs> yeah, man. Um, I'm kind of like, have I said too much? How far can I go? I, like, <laughs> who's going to listen? Um, it's all right. It's all right. Yeah. It's yeah. okay. Fine. I can squirt. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just constantly daring myself. Right. I'm like, say it, Melody, say it. <laughs> um, is, is that something you control? Yeah. Okay. Uh, I can do that. Um, I hate that I found out I could while dating a man. Oh, I okay. hate that. Um, this He's was, still talking about it. How yeah. did he feel about that? I feel like men don't handle squirting very well. Well, see, he... Oh, I thought they liked it. Yeah, went yeah. after it. Oh, yeah. like, okay. Um, and then, then I was like, oh, I can do this myself. And then we broke up and was like, yeah, this is... I could think totally that's like the one thing this. I got from this yeah, relationship. I don't need to outsource this. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> I'm just here to say on the record, it's not pee. And that's all. <laughs> um, I, uh, my girlfriend actually is like the one who's not as like, is kind of like nervous about oh, it. Oh, okay. So, um, I, and it uh, completely takes me out of it if it's about to happen and I can see her starting to like right. squint or something and then it won't happen. I've been with a couple women who d- I don't do it, but, um, I'm kind of jealous of people who do. And I've been with a couple women who do it like pretty regularly whenever they come. And it's like the fucking hottest thing ever. I think. Yeah. It's not like a thing that will ever, I don't think happen um, without for me a toy. It's like a very like formulaic, like like strategic contact. Yeah. 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 It's, it's, I know like the mechanics of how to make it happen. And it's like, it needs to be me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, now you're making me feel like this is like a skill that I can work toward. Like n- now I, I have think, a goal. I, I mean, some firmly believe I, I have never <laughs> done it myself, but I feel like it's it could definitely happen. like when you're when I was with someone who did. Um, it was always a combination of like hand, toy, tongue, that kind of thing. Yeah, that, like, brought it on. It's that was it's a lot just of like G spot stimulation at the same time as clit with like pressure right. there. Yes. On top of like the abdomen, like yeah. air. I don't know. It's like a interesting few it's like steps. A whole, it's like a Da Vinci Code yeah. kind of like. Yeah, <laughs> it's like the only math I'm good at. It's yeah. like, <laughs> um, but yeah. Well, I'll get her eventually to like come around on that. No yeah. pun intended. Um, <laughs> but it's fun. Absolutely great. I hear uh, camping blankets are great for that because those are waterproof. That's oh, good. Yeah. 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 I'm just feel like I'm destroying towels. Yeah. Um, I've had a, I know. I've, yeah, we'd had like a lot of towel rotation happening. Yeah. For now a while. Th- there are these soft, uh, camping blankets that are waterproof. Mm-hmm. I was a guest on the man whore podcast. So I, <laughs> this is what I learned. Uh, oh positive takeaway and uh yeah you can like easily They're just wipe it off after yeah yeah holy yeah. shit yeah so anyway. good to know sponsor us companies that make this kind of thing <laughs> yeah. sex toys well, and squirting blankets <laughs> i i think i think they sent him a free one because oh, really? he started sleeping with a, a squirter and he's like i heard about these blankets i bet they'll sponsor we me or at least out. send me a free one oh my one. god yeah yeah I only want to be sponsored by sex-related products. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> or Blue Apron. Ugh, I'm trying. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or Squarespace. Or any of the big guys. I don't Anybody. care. I'll do Anybody. anything. Man. Um, well, I feel like we, we've covered yeah. a lot of territory here. And um, 
It's time to get to our listener question, which is also sexual, but Excellent. not related to masturbation. Um, also, disclaimer for this one, that we're just giving our own thoughts and opinions, and we are not... We are uh, not your fucking mm, therapist. Well, this isn't a therapy one. It's <laughs> oh, more okay. like a, a medical Well, that still stands. Expert. Oh, yeah. okay. Yeah, we're definitely ah. not a medical expert. We're a couple of fucking assholes with a microphone, <laughs> and I don't know why you guys think we're here to improve your lives. Can you tell we've gotten feedback? Yeah. <laughs> just about I'm the, being wrong. I'm like, yeah. Just about being wrong. <laughs> I'm just not... We're not going to say specifically uh, what you want, possibly, but we're going to try to help. We're going to try. These are and fun. And we love you all. We love the listener questions. Truly, truly, we do. Dykingout at gmail.com. All right. I'm a queer lady who doesn't really have casual sex, serial monogamist, but I've been seeing this amazing woman for about a month, and we've been taking it slow. I always keep up to date on STI testing and all of that, but as I get older, I want to be sure that I take the responsible route. Does anyone actually use dental dams? Why are they so expensive? Do they feel or taste weird? How does that not kill the mood? All right, so we have a lot of questions here. That we can share our personal experiences with it, um, but I will say... Well, I can't. I, yeah, same. Okay, I've used a dental dam once as a joke. Yeah. Uh, not, not as a joke, <laughs> out, out, out of curiosity. Right, I still right, have right. it. It was given to me in like a gift bag or something as a joke, and I still yeah. haven't <laughs> used it. Yeah. I mean, I was like, this could be fun just to see what, what this does, and yeah. it was at a lesbian bar I was at, just like sitting on the bar. They had samples out. Um, Naturally. But they don't sell them at... Rite Aid or the drugstore or Walgreens yeah. or mm-hmm. whatever drugstore wants to sponsor us uh, and they, <laughs> <laughs> or dental dam company. Yeah. I don't know. Um, I have read that you can use plastic wrap that you can use saran wrap and probably yeah. to the same effect because what it is, it's a square of rubber latex that you hold over the vulva and uh-huh. then you lick through right, that. You- Um, it's not fun for the person who's giving oral sex, which is fine. And I know there are safe sex practices. I think, I think communication and STI testing, um, and trust is my preferred route. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, yeah. And that's what I've done. Um, if you want to use, yeah, if you want to use them, do it, but like you can use them and, and I don't think it will kill the mood just like putting on a condom doesn't well, kill the mood and also you have to have the conversation too but right? you should Especially talk about it sexual partner where you're kind of doing that queer check-in thing that we do where yeah. we're like here's the last time i was tested yeah everything's good and if you don't trust that person then don't fuck them like i don't know you know it's it's not that common so i feel like where condoms uh are an expected part of of sex a lot of the time mm-hmm. a dental dam isn't so you can't just if you just like randomly pull out a dental dam, that might make things a little bit weird. But if you talk about it uh, ahead of time, like if, yeah. if I were ever with somebody who wanted to use a dental dam, like I, I am eager to please, like I will do right. whatever just makes yeah, you feel comfortable. Yeah. No. yeah. Women want people to feel comfortable. So if you, um, if you really want to use one and that would make you feel better and calm any anxieties you have, um, then do it. Then go for it. Yeah. I don't know why they're so expensive. And if you want to use saran wrap and uh, don't get frustrated with trying to rip it out of out of that <laughs> right, box. Right, because I can't um, even wrap up like leftovers right. without saying the F word. Right. So that is clear. Are dental dams opaque or also clear like saran wrap? They're opaque. Uh, yeah, because that's where I would get maybe tripped up. No. <sighs> Are they like a color? Like the one that you, was it like? I think it was a color. Yeah. Okay. You know, fun colors. Because you want to be able to see through it, right? You can't really. 
But you should be able to see. Yeah, you just have to feel around. Yeah, I don't. I don't remember too much about it. I mean, I was also coming back from a bar and was pretty tipsy and was like, "Let's use this dental dam tonight." Yeah. Uh, Yeah, I don't know. I mean, there's absolutely nothing wrong with it. In fact, there's. I mean, of course, any safety measure in sex is like is good is a good thing but yeah clean your sex toys it's it's going to come down to just like everything else that you do sexually communication consent enthusiastic you know all of those things that we talk about the same rules apply when you're talking about something like a dental dam or any protection or whatever you want to do just if you trust the your partner enough then you're good to go yeah and there's nothing wrong with that go for it but to answer your first question, it sounds like really people do not use dental dams. Oh, no. I, yeah, no. That people yeah, are, I've never even are seen one. I have I not barely seen one comp- out of I can a barely picture what one would look like. Yeah. Like, I don't even. I haven't seen, but I'm a cheerleader. You think I know what a fucking you dental dam looks like? <laughs> <I know. laughs> okay. It's but but with, all the, with all the women you've been with, though, nobody's ever asked no you. No one's ever asked. And I've had, uh, I've, been with, uh, I've had a lot of sexual partners, um, and no one, it has never once come up. Yeah. So I think it kind of depends, you know, it's just, not, it's, it's something that's not very common, but it doesn't make it wrong or weird or anything like that. Yeah. It just happens to not be very common. But it, if you are also a serial monogamist, I think just getting tested and oh, making sure that your yeah. partner's tested up to date. And, and then you're good. That's all. Then that's you're it. good. Yeah, that's Done. the beautiful not thing about sex with women is that we are not at a pregnancy risk. So if we know yeah. we're both clean, we're both good, mm-hmm. we're both communicating, we're both into it, Yeah, go for it. Yeah, It's fucking great. Awesome. Well, thank you for writing in with that question. Yeah, thank and you. And thank you to everyone who writes in for any yes. reason, even the ones who are criticizing us. I'm just being a little salty about it because sometimes I think that People expect more from us than we are professionally qualified to give, and we're not therapists. So take our answers with a grain of salt. Anyway, go on. Oh, man. Uh, Melody, thank you so much for coming and sharing all this. Uh, (laughs) Get it? (laughs) I got it. Oh, man. Uh, People will be able to see you at our Stonewall show on August 26th. I'm so excited for that. How can people find you on social media or any other shows you have coming up? Uh, Social media on every platform. I'm Melody Kamali. Um, There is only one other one in the world, and she's in Canada, and I beat her to every handle. So um, (laughs) you'll you'll find me. Good on you. Yeah. Let's just say the Diking Out show. (laughs) I've got some fudges at the beginning of the month at the end, but I'm not sure about the middle. Um, Do you have a website? Oh, yeah, MelodyKamali.com. Okay, Great. so people can go to MelodyKamali.com to find out about any upcoming shows. Uh, you can follow us at Diking Out on social media, and you can, again, uh, become of our become a part of our Patreon community by going to Patreon.com slash Diking Out. We have some fun stuff there. You can follow me at TGI Carolyn. And you can follow me at the Sarah York. And also on Patreon, you'll have access to exclusive episodes just for Patreon listeners. And that's where I will go into any sort of detail about my personal life. But you're not hey. going to hear it on this one anymore. Yeah. <laughs> and then um, also you can follow every gay Susan on Instagram to learn about all the gay Susans of the world. <laughs> it's my passion project that I neglect a little bit there's too many gay susans to post it's an important cultural moment so be i know i need to really <laughs> get on that uh, thank you so much for listening everyone and dyke out with us again next week bye, bye. bye. what does feminism mean to you 
During Women's History Month, come explore feminism and how it's playing out in real life with season two of Thread the Needle, a monthly podcast. I'm your host, Donna Schill. I use my background in journalism and draw on women's life experiences to add to the conversation on topics that matter to fellow feminists like you. Now in its second season, listen to new episodes each month as we explore finding yourself through divorce, battling call-out culture, questioning our ideas about masculinity, and discovering why girls' confidence plummets in their preteens. Guests include Stephanie Kuntz, historian and author of Marriage, a History, April White, author of Divorce Colony, and Loretta Ross, professor on white supremacy and call-out culture at Smith College. Listen to Thread the Needle on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.